And welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast that does I think was in the tin. It's best film ever. My name's Ian. And I'm Liam. Hey! hey. <laughs> I'm don't, back, fellas. Don't call Guys, it a comeback. Girls. He never left. Yeah, never left. Ah, uh, and we're here today to do a see it. Or skip it. Yeah, and we're going to do that on uh, BBC and Netflix's co-production, it looks like, uh, Wrestlers. Yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? BB- I saw the BBC bit. Yeah, I guess uh, you, you kind of assume the BBC sort of would produce stuff for their own mm. for their own um, platforms. Yeah, but that didn't seem... Unless it's... Unless um, Netflix has paid them a nice a nice penny for it. Yeah, maybe. Because I looked for it to see if it was airing on, on BBC, mm. and I didn't see it. Maybe, well, it could be a year's time, can it? And maybe they'll give Netflix the... Maybe Netflix's first run. First yeah, it's interesting. second, maybe. I don't know. I'll tell you what. Um, for those of you who haven't, um, aren't familiar with the format, so what we do here is um, we, we, we review something in a spoiler-free environment. And at the end of which, we give it our verdict, which is see it. Or skip it. Or skip it. And uh, then you'll hear something that sounds like this. And if you look right now, it'll be on the timestamp. I'll put in the notes what the timestamp is for when we get to that point. After that point, and you hear, we will then uh, spoil it. We'll live in a house, a very big house. Spoiler spoiler country. country. It's been a while. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, And so... At that point, we'll kind of all the gloves are off, and 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 we'll do a full spoiler, full full review. But you probably got usually it's in excess of twenty minutes, uh, half hours might be might be pushing it. But that's kind of where we go in a spoiler free environment. It's hard to do a spoiler free long extended bit because there's things, there's, there's, there's things you want to say. There's things you yeah, yeah yeah. So what we'll do here is I'm gonna we'll present some of the dare i say storylines i suppose yeah that are present there things that we like things that we didn't like uh characters or personalities who drew our attention but we'll try and keep away from the big sort of plot perspective because this is a non-fiction documentary series yeah yeah uh which is uh which is and then you know afterwards then you get the full thing so the benefit is if you like what it sounds like and if you're like oh i haven't i haven't seen this before at that halfway mark then you can go ahead and you can hit stop. You can go watch it. You can come back and check out the second half of the um, of, of 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 this episode. Yep. And then here are full unfiltered thoughts on what's going on. Yeah, and how we feel about it. Yeah. So um, let's go ahead and we can sort of dive off the top rope and see where where we're going with this. Uh, because body slam it. Yeah, because <laughs> you're not really much of a wrestling guy. At least you haven't been m- much of a wrestling guy. So I was surprised to hear you say that you'd seen this. No, well, the thing is, so is my girlfriend, Felicity. She was like, <laughs> she was like, what? You watched that? I was like, yeah. She go, you're getting so into wrestling. I went, well, I'm not. It's just, I'm just curious about how it starts out. And because my cousin, he loved it back in the late 80s, early 90s. You know, Carl, he loves it. Yep. You love it. You know, yep. Georgia loves it. You know, and all, the, and I'm like, what's what's the fuss? You yeah. Know? Now we've been to see a live show. CM Punk's last last match to this point. And how close were we to see CM oh, Punk? Geez. CM Punk. CM Punk. We got on the floor, baby. We were on the floor. Jeez. <laughs> we just went with the flow, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. Some guy told us to, keep, to just keep walking. So I was like, okay, all right. We were taking photos, just waiting for someone to tell us to turn around and. It was a while. Then it became like a chess chess move, wasn't it? How like, far? How, how how long can we oh, stay? <laughs> yeah. Before one of us need to go for a pee. <laughs> or, or oh, whatever. the or secret is, out. yeah. If we could have found a way to sort of walk up close, 
I was like, all right, here we go. Here, we, you know, um, how, how close can you get? It was that idea. Of, is this too far? Nope, nope, <laughs> no one's stopping me yet. And then we saw them start corralling people, and you they feel were, we were all getting sort of herded to one area. I'm like, it's just going to take one person because they had wristbands. I didn't realize they had wristbands. They yet. did, yeah, yeah. I noticed oh, that. Oh, I had noticed that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if I know, I might have. It might be worth just trying to grab like some various color pieces of plastic in the future <laughs> yeah. and just sort of smuggle in, just like you know, in a pocket. You could have had like you know six different colors. And yeah. What are the odds one of them's going to be right? You do okay from a distance. They just see the you just hold up the wristband. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're fine. Sounds sounds cool. Sounds like a good idea. <laughs> but that was amazing, amazing experience, though, wasn't it? To see it live up close and personal. Like I say, the only hardest part for me was when you watch it on TV. You have the commentary. Yeah. When you watch it live, you don't get the commentary, and you can only hear some of the shouting sometimes, and oh, yeah, how yeah. far away you are, and you know, so you just sort of yeah. I'm not sure our seats were ideal as far as like a perspective for watching. There was a big pillar in the way of mm. part part of the ring, and uh, but it was I think I was more about saying we were there. Yeah. So I bring this up to go. I am a diehard wrestling fan. Have you been are. for as long as I can remember. It's just for whatever reason it just speaks to me. It's not, it's not even the moves in the ring. It's just the idea of storytelling in this capacity. Here's your good guy. Here's your bad guy. Usually, it's clever. What's going to happen? And then the the wrestling matches at like the fight scene at the end of the movie, and you go, who's victorious? Mm. And then where does the story go from here? Because the story never ends. The story always goes. You know, wrestling is one of the few entertainment properties that goes 52 weeks a year without ceasing. There is no season break. And a bit like uh, with what we're about to talk about, I mean, some storylines are set up and then... Oh, then you have to pivot. And then you have to pivot big time, yeah. you? because something happens. Something happens. So um, the series we're talking about today, uh, Wrestlers, takes place at a small independent promotion called Ohio Valley Wrestling. Yeah, Ohio Valley Wrestling's been around for years and years and years and years. I was familiar with Ohio Valley Wrestling um, because that was the place. I never saw anything from it, but that was the place where WWE used to use it as their minor leagues, if you will. Yep, it was their developmental system, and then they moved on to Florida with that with that sort of premise, mm-hmm. and OVW just sort of stayed as it was. So I knew it was still around, but just never paid any mind anymore because it wasn't a place where anybody you were gonna. It was just kind of its own thing now. It is its own thing, and as um, stars come through there to then go on to AEW or, or wherever, or yeah, wherever they do. or or they're on the way down, yeah, on the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There are so there there's this ragtag group of wrestlers who are doing stuff on a fairly small budget, and the series kind of takes you through a oh I don't know um, a summer's long, so maybe two months, two and a half months, maybe. Two, yeah, two or three months, yeah. Uh, in the life of Ohio Valley Wrestling and hit certain big players. But I guess the centerpiece of it would be uh, what we would call in wrestling vernacular the booker. The booker, Al Snow. Al Snow, yeah. And he Al was S- in uh, WWE. Former WWE, yeah. former uh, ECW, former Impact Wrestling slash TNA, whatever you want to call it. Al Snow is a name that people involved or fans of wrestling will know. He had the silly mannequin head. Well, he had that thought, didn't he? Yeah. To get ahead. Yep. <laughs> he had to have get ahead. So I'm, I, I remember this. I remember um, this kind of gimmick. He was just ending it when I was starting to pay attention to wrestling again. Because I went through a small hiatus in my teen years. And um, he would shout out, what does everybody want? And then shout head. And, and, <laughs> and the double entendre is not lost on anybody because it got you the ability to, sh- to say something really rude. Without being... On a side note, yeah, yeah. I, I, teach, I teach English and we were doing a scene today from uh, 
um, Christmas Carol. And that. there was a scene, it's about Fezziwig. Yeah. And you guys see Fezziwig, and, and Ebenezer Scrooge has a fellow apprentice called Dick. <laughs> and the kids were like, and, I, and the one kid got to be Fezziwig, and he took great joy every time he got to say Dick in a big voice. <laughs> <laughs> really, you know, not much has changed. People like saying naughty words in a controlled setting. So Absolutely. there we go. So that's who Al Snow was. Now, Al Snow was a big, large run life sort of cartoony kind of character. And in this, he plays, he's, he's, he's a, he's a, he's a deep thinker in this. He's a guy whose time as a wrestler has kind of passed him by. And he's okay with, he's okay with that. He okay wants to be it, yeah. the large scale storyteller. Yeah. And so it sort of walks you through. So he's part of the equation. He's one of the owners and he's the booker. Has he always been the owner of OVW or did he? No, 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 he's got in here at some point. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's gone through quite a few things, but he's obviously stepped in at some point and gone, I will do this. Why, you, you said to me a long while ago that um, there was uh, regional wrestling yep. Yep. people, right, all over all they, over America. They were called territories, yeah. Territories, yeah. And then um, uh, Vince McMahon? Vince McMahon. He ended up buying up all these different... Well, the thing is, Vince how Mc- come this didn't get bought? Interesting. So Vince McMahon kind of sees cable television. Yeah. And goes, oh, cable television. Got it. And so he sees the national reach. Because the reason why there's territories is really because how far can your TV broadcast? Yeah, yeah. In the grand scheme of things, there wasn't anything bigger than that. And then cable comes along, and Vince McMahon sees the potential for national expansion. Yeah. And and does that, and then takes it and buys of all the best wrestlers, yada, yada, yada. Ohio Valley Wrestling. I want to think Ohio Valley Wrestling uh, starts after... This has happened. So I think it pops up out of the blue oh, okay. later on. Uh, I think it's like 1990 when it starts up. 1993. Oh, there we are. Then. So there we are. And it's founded by Nightmare Danny Davis. So there we are. But, you know, always out of Louisville, Kentucky. And it sort of goes on that side of it. And they've obviously found a way to sort of make it as a niche market work. But so so the, you see that side of it. But you get the idea that Al's not great. Business-wise, he gets how to make an entertaining product, people seem to think. But financially, he needed some help and some some support. And this happens before our story on the show begins. And we're introduced to – there's a few guys who overall come in and do some stuff with the money. But Matt Jones kind of becomes the face of all of of them. And Brian Kinnison? Kennison? Kennison? There's, there's Brian, two on there. There's, he's, yeah. he's more of a silent partner, really, isn't he? I think Brian Kennison. Are you sure you got the right guy there? I think Brian Kennison well, is... Well, I don't really give a photo, but... The, uh, yeah, I think yeah he's the lead announcer, so that's someone different. Matt Kennison. We'll talk about Brian Kennison and his story. Oh, okay. Later on. But there's there's a few guys who are kind of the the money. but the, And there's two guys who kind of get, like, visual play. But then the kind of the face of it becomes Matt. Is it Matt Jones? Is that what you said? Matt Jones, yeah. Matt Jones. And he kind of, and there's a little bit of, uh, it's Craig Greenberg, I believe, is, is, is the other guy. <laughs> Apologies to Mr. Greenberg if you're listening. Yeah, sorry. Um, but um, this is the sort of duality that these guys are good at money and they've got investments and they've got pockets, but they don't get wrestling. No, and they the want to make is, it as a business as well, don't they? Yeah, they want and, it to and, be and, profitable. And what they think works for them. Yeah. Now, wrestling culture by its very nature doesn't like outsiders just keep in mind the whole gimmick behind wrestling was that they protected that the whole thing was what we now call a work yeah right uh, it was called kayfabe and kayfabe means to uh pretend it's real yeah 
you need to you need to maintain kayfabe at all times. So you'd only get in the direct line was smartened up. <laughs> that was like a big deal when you got taken to the side and kind of explained wh- how it really worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wrestling by its very nature has been is built on the foundation of that secrecy. So as a result, they don't like outsiders coming in full stop. Now with the internet era, everybody knows a lot more obviously than they would have previously and once one person knows everybody knows and everybody's got a podcast now and everybody's got a youtube channel <laughs> yeah. so there's no there's no kayfabe is not really a thing anymore everybody kind of is in on the secret we know yeah. it's a work yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so the, we've also seen it live and they hurt them oh no no like what's going on in the <laughs> ring yeah absolutely Ooh. like that's that's legitimate as a legitimate athletic event yeah and you're putting your hands in yeah. other you put your life in other people's hands it's probably more impressive that it's like a two-person dance than anything else yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And you're putting that trust in them oh to, to someone once asked i don't know if it was jericho or bret hart they asked him what percent of it is what percentage of being out there in the ring is a responsibility for the, for the other guy and I forget, they said it's 90%, and he goes, it's 100%. 100% yeah. is that guy's put his life literally in your hands. Yeah. Make sure you can both, like, walk away at the end of it. Yeah. So this is Al Snow. And then Al Snow has got, um, and he's got a group of people who are fiercely loyal to him. Yeah. And it's the wrestlers and the talent, because they see Al for what he is. Al's made it to the big time. Al's got credibility. Been there, done it. Yeah. Been there, done it. And you see him talk through people, the, the concept of wrestling's not just doing jumping off a top rope and doing flashy moves for the sake of it Al keeps going but why are you going to a top rope and why are you doing that move at that time yeah yeah and so watching him sort of try to impart that wisdom to the next generation who of course these wrestlers are a motley crew of young of and old young and old and yeah. all sorts of types yeah 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 um who have you know a variety of and so certain ones are spotlighted more than others obviously because that's the way it works well, you find if you're a little bit controversial, you get a bit more spotlight, don't you? Yep, yep. And so we see, and we see people on the way up. We see people on the way down. And how mm-hmm. do they feel about those things? People who are getting their break, people who never got their break. And how do you deal with those emotions? Or feel they missed their break. Yeah, because yeah. wrestling in its nature is an individual pursuit. Even though it's two people in a ring yeah. working together, the goal is to get yourself advanced. Yeah. So how does that look? What does that mean? And you've got to have a bit of an ego, but not too much of one to burn your way on the way up isn't it yeah so basically the the overarching story of the series is that there's a come to jesus kind of meeting between al snow and his financial partners where they go ovw's losing money yeah so we need to figure out at the end of the summer where we really stand and whether we're staying or yeah out. well what are we doing with this what yeah, does yeah. it mean if we continue to lose money but we can't continue to keep pumping money into this product if it's not if it's going to keep losing money it's just not a feasible option for us and so they create a storyline or a timeline of the big one the big one this is gonna be a summer tour there's gonna be some all sorts of places and it's gonna finish with the big one because uh, al snow's snow's um business uh model has been we do tv every every week yep live tv live tv yeah which is not cheap nope uh, we do that every week, and then uh, maybe you do a pay-per-view once a month. That, that's your traditional wrestling business model. And they go, we want to go on a tour all over the region. Oh, we want to go everywhere. He's so apprehensive, isn't he? And we want to go places that wrestling typically doesn't go because we believe, and the way they sell it is, if we can get people to see it, we believe your product is good enough, they'll stay. Yeah. But the money guys go, I don't really know if Al's stories are really 
bringing people in but if you talk to a wrestling person story is what it's all about otherwise you're just watching two guys for some reason roll around in their in their underwear yeah like why are we watching this what's the point behind especially once you know it's not real it's like what's the reason for why we're watching this you want to come back next week to find out how the story's gonna unfold how does the how does the story go from here yeah if the hero wins cool but if a hero loses where does he go yeah and it's it's episodic television at its best uh, I was hooked on this. Do you know what? I watched this in two sittings. Did you? Yeah. What is this? Seven episodes? <laughs> you, you might be spoiling your rating early on, but there we go. Oh, I have, I have. Sorry. No, we're all right. We're all right. But then, um, so so we, we kind of see that side of it. And, of course, Al's kind of thumbing his nose going, I don't really know what the point of this big tour is. And But his feelings are definitely trickling down to his people. They are, because I saw a lot of myself in El Snow in the fact that I'm very hard to um, get on board with new technical uh, advancements and sure. trying, trying different things. Um, he's very much from old school. This is how we do it. This is what we do. But it is losing money. Yeah. And so things do have to change. So I think I think it's hard when you're, you're controlling um, uh, an organisation and somebody else is coming in, and now they're chipping in. But you need them to chip in because they're the ones supporting. Yeah, you can't say financially. Me, now it seems like they originally agreed, like they'd just be the money and they let Al do his thing. But yeah. Matt seems like he can't help himself he at can't, times. Can he? And so Matt is definitely he's a character. He's a character because he's a sports radio guy. So he's yeah. he's a big personality himself. Yeah. And he's probably a self-made guy because I think he started a website and then he moved on from, from some that to somewhere else. And so he's also a big deal around Kentucky. So Al might be famous nationally in Kentucky. You could make the argument that potentially Matt Jones is more famous. Well, you see that in the episodes. Though, yeah, don't you? He's you a draw. He goes around talking people, people want to take pictures with him. With him. Yeah. So there's that side of it. And Matt Jones, is, as far as the series goes, they do kind of portray Al Snow's the hero. They do. And Matt Jones is the villain. And that's at least kind of, hey, yeah, baby, baby face and heels, (laughs) right? And so there's, there's that. And so, um, that's the big story, I think, is those two. And how do the, because they're oil and water, what's that going to look like? How does oil and water come together? Yeah. Yeah. And does, does it can they make this work yeah, or yeah. what's going to happen at the end of the summer? Because there's some real ramifications. Yeah. And then so while this is going on, this over sort of arching story, there's smaller stories going on within. And I'll say this much. They did a really good job finding a lot of people for me to sort of care about. Yeah, do you know what? And, and that was uh, a range of people that I cared about through this. That's why it was so... Um, I bet I can guess who the number one person you were drawn to was. <laughs> Go on. I bet it's Hollywood Haley J. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think she was the story of it because she had two stories, sort of storylines, kind of going on there. So there's this young girl named Hollywood Haley J, who I think is like. 24 or something like that. She's or not, even, or maybe even younger. She's she not very old. 22. Uh, I'm just seeing if I can actually find a uh, an age bracket for. Uh, uh, I'm just taking a quick look. If you look for the cast list, you'd think she was a bit more higher up on the thing, wouldn't you? Yeah. Hey, uh, her her mother is uh, is Canadian. Look at that. So <laughs> again, I liked I liked I liked her mom. Yeah. So the first step is that Haley's mom Maria, amazing Maria works for OVW has been like a six time women's champion and kind of is transitioning 
from being a wrestler to sort of doing a bit more of the production side of things, helping yeah. out Al Snow with that, that side of it. like right-hand, really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and kind of taking care of the women of the roster as well, yeah, specifically. Yeah, yeah. Although she does have other sort of, there's moments where she's helping other people. She's a good sort of lieutenant, but also kind of helps with the women specifically. And she kind of mothers them and... Uh in a, in a kind of way. Yeah, and she's got a very complicated past. Yeah, especially with her daughter. Yeah, and then her daughter, her real-life daughter, is on the show. Yeah. And uh, she's kind of the one who the... She's probably the biggest star, at least. At least the biggest star that we're sort of presented as being a star. Yeah. Yeah. Throughout throughout it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? yeah. Because uh, she's so young and because she's took to it so so well, she's really sort of um, learning the, the learning the ropes <laughs> yeah. quite, quite quickly, isn't she? Yes. And I think with some of them, that caused a little bit of animosity. Well, yeah, because she comes in and she's quite open, Hollywood Haley J, about um, the idea that she was in this really for the money. She saw her mom was making some money yeah. and thought, if you make it big, 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 there's money to be made in pro wrestling. And it's right now the last five to eight years, the most profitable time for women's wrestling in the history of the endeavor. Absolutely. It's it's women uh, who used to be involved in kind of um, really just more like sex appeal, titillation kind of matches. Hence the brown panties. Bra- yeah, th- those sorts of things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are now sort of being presented as more legitimate athletes. And as a result, the money's gotten better and there's more spots on the roster for female wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I like to see women wrestle. Yeah. Um, because why can't they at the end of the day? And why isn't it not just as good to watch them as it is the men? You know, and they're starting to do stuff the men do and actually make it look really even bigger sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Uh, I've, got, oh, I've, got a, I've got her debut date. So she's been wrestling at the time this was made. She was only been wrestling for about two years. Yeah, not long, was it? Which is saying something. And I- she'd come from quite a a bad background hadn't she she'd come from like the gutter basically and pulled herself out of it hadn't she yep you know and uh and i think she had that drive to be i don't want to go back to what i had this i'm doing this for for me and the kid her child yeah you know and uh and i like how how she includes her child i've got a friend who's uh a pro pro boxer and uh she she takes her son with her wherever she goes um most of the time and it's nice to see um a family gel together when there's just the two of them and uh and can still do a sport and take it further and make it so fingers crossed to her yeah um so there was one of us uh, of a sort of storylines was her and her mother and they're still trying to figure out their relationship and there's some jealousy even between Haley towards her mother because she's sort of, like you said she's like everybody's mom and she's like hang on a second and there's some unresolved stuff. Yeah, but to be fair, again, I think they've resolved a lot of their... Um... Well, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep it spoiler-free. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sort of providing the... I'm setting the table. Setting the table. Okay, yeah. So there's that. And then there's also the story that she's dating a guy who's on the roster himself. He's about 10 years um, older? 14 years older, 14 I think. years older? Yeah. Uh, which, you know, two consenting adults, whatever, whatever you want to do. But it does... But as a result, he's a wrestler. And so he's been wrestling probably 20 years at this point. He yeah. said he got started at like 14, 15. Yeah. So he's like 35, 36. Oh, it's, she's like 23 because he's like 37. I think they, they, they like said, said their ages. Yeah. yeah. And there does seem to be, she's become so big so quickly 
that he's he's presented as someone who struggles. Yes. He struggles with um, um, the attention from that she gets. But she also, so he's the guy who probably got inspired by wrestlers like the Hardy Boys who would just go into backyards and jump off houses into (laughs) tables and things like that. Yeah. Haley gets the story. Yeah. And that's the thing. She clearly gets the character side of it. She understands how it works in a way that he doesn't seem to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's probably right in the sense that there's a big fish, small pond thing because the pool of women's wrestlers are so small that if you hit. If but you that's hit, not her fault. It's not, it's not, play, play the hand you're dealt. Exactly. Because yeah. you know what else is smaller? Your your career window. Your, yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, unless you're going to decide not to have a family, it's very rare that uh, you're going to have a that super long of a run and yeah, also you're not gonna have a 20 year career just you? look at look at look at the build yeah. of Haley J, who's a fairly fairly small woman small yeah versus these big hulking dudes you get crashed down to that mat yeah you know she's probably more likely to break something one would think and to be fair i mean most of the women that that she wrestles are bigger than her and more muscular than her you know and um i think women have had to step up to do that to be in the you're gone so throughout all this we've got this all going on plus she's in a bit of a career crossroads she feels she might have peaked here oh yeah, yeah at ovw yeah, and it's starting yeah, yeah. to wonder is there more out there because everybody's desire is to move up and move and, and get to one of those big fish mm-hmm. aw who get, who get a lot of love in this mm-hmm. aw get mentioned a lot as a potential landing place or wwe yeah. And these are the two places you can make the big, big, big money. There's nobody here, except for Al Snow, who's probably going, I want to stay here forever. <laughs> Which probably is a representative in another one of its wrestlers, uh, Cash Flow, who feels like he's maybe the oldest member of the roster from the male perspective. Do you know what? Yeah, I really like him, though. He's really likable. He's, and got, it, he's very family orientated, you know, and they all support him. And, and we do get to see a story about him and his wife and the sacrifices and what it means for their family dynamic for him yeah. to continue to pursue this. Yeah. And what that means. Uh, we also, I didn't mention it, we do get to see a lot of people having to work their day jobs yeah. on the side. And, you know, a lot of them seem to work at Holiday Inn. They do, don't <laughs> Holiday they? Inn got a that lot got of shout outs in this episode. That did, that did. <laughs> um, so we had that. Um, but so uh, Cash Flow is one of the older members and again, straddling that line. He's sort of the de facto locker room leader. Um, what does that look like? And sort of we see his. Um, his journey is he sort of comes across as the voice of the experienced guy. Maybe he's seen everything. But he's not the one, in his eyes, coming down from somewhere, is he? He's oh, he's still, still, he's still, he's his still eyes. reaching. I think he's a realist, but I think he's still, if it, hey, if it's there for you. And I'll tell you what was really impressive was seeing just how much. This guy's a bit, I mean, cash flow by name, cash flow by nature. Like, the guy's hustling. Yep. Everything's a hustle. All the time. He's got it going on. Everything. Yeah. And I found him a really, really likable guy. Um, as well as someone who was likable, I think you expressed this. There's a guy called Shira. Yes. Shira, who is an Indian uh, immigrant. First, yes, first Indian wrestler, isn't he? Uh, first India. He was the first Rinka King champion. And Rinka King was when a group called Impact Wrestling went over to India. They sort of created a satellite organization called Rinka King. Oh, okay. He became the first champion for that and then made uh, his move to the States because okay. he wanted to make himself bigger. And clearly has, uh, oh, man, just... Just the sweetest demeanor. Like the guy's, oh, he he's, never, not, he, he he's not cynical. Angry. He's not cynical. No. He's so heartfelt. So, yes. Yeah. And even when they ask him to do stuff, he's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah, yeah. I trust you. 
Yeah. You know, and you're like, where, where most of them would turn around and go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm doing this and this yeah, and this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because wrestling's got, I mean, it's got to be about managing egos. So he much of it. He hasn't got an ego, though. No, such a large no, he guy, was completely the opposite, yeah. He's just driven. Yeah. Clearly yeah. influenced by Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> he does, yeah, obviously, because he was a bodybuilder at one point, he was. they say. So yeah, 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 he's yeah. really interesting. So you've got a story of this really humble guy trying to make it moving to a new country, an immigrant story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really interesting sort of story. That's what come later on in the episode. To hang on to. Yeah. Uh, then we should talk about, uh, what was that guy's name we were talking about earlier? Brian something. Uh, Brian. Oh, um, the, the, the announcer. The announcer, yeah. Kin- Kinnison? Brian Kinnison, who's, uh, he's the lead voice of uh ovw but uh there kind of comes a crisis with his kennison kennison there comes a crisis with his employment yeah yeah and you know the, the the money says look you've got the summer to help us figure out if we can afford to keep you on because obviously you can't afford to pay a guy a full-time wait salary just to be the just to announce on a tuesday but the passion, thursday the passion oh he's guy. passionate so we see him go okay how do i justify it and he does other things he helps design graphics and that but man he's surrounded by this like comic book um, library around him of these wrestlers and he's probably the most relatable to a regular person yeah but is also going he's the one guy we see sort of with the, the nine to five job and he's working and it's, thre- and it's threatened and we see him having to make yeah. decisions about family that's hard and yeah. you know because you know everybody else is living these larger than life cartoony kind of lives yeah. uh sex drugs and rock and roll almost and he's kind of a regular guy yeah but going how do you balance that because this this job demands things yeah and uh his is a story that i definitely um found myself drawn to absolutely because you was on his side from day one you're like come on dude he's the passion in this guy he loves what he does loves what he does and al snow sees what he's got to give it's just trying to show others the potential of what he's got to give because when anybody takes over a company in any form you make cuts don't you what are you doing what are you contributing cut what's this doing cut yeah you know and he he's just threatened with that through the whole whole way through yeah and you don't know whether he's going to get cut you don't know whether he's going to get um still have a job at the end yeah and so we have all these sort of storylines presented um which is weird we have these sort of the storylines that a documentary will follow because they invest in real life. So it's almost like you're watching two levels of storytelling because there's yeah, the yeah. stories they're telling in the ring. Yep. And Al kind of invites you in to sort of see how those stories get made and how they play out. And then you've got the stories of the the real life stuff, which in pro wrestling, half the fun's the real. I mean, hey, CM Punk. We were coming home. <laughs> I was on the tube with you. And I yeah, went, yeah. yeah. Oh, apparently CM Punk got in a fight with Luke Perry's kid backstage. Yeah. And now Punk's gone from, from, from AEW and there's rumors he's going to come back to WWE and Luke Perry's kid hasn't been back yet. Wow. So it's, it's been a big one. Yeah. It was, wasn't it? And that was before he came out to wrestle, wasn't before it? he came out. Yeah. So everything we saw, which was a great match. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah. Uh, it's a slight curve because we were on the floor and you could hear 80,000 people. You could. Yeah. Um, there. So yeah, take that now. Uh, and then let's go talk about, I mean, and so you even get like a little taste of the fans who go and frequent o- o- OVW. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what yeah. I want on their website. If I was ever like, I don't know what reason I'd ever have to be in Kentucky. I don't, but if I was, <laughs> you'd go. Man, I would go to this thing. They get so involved, don't they? Oh, 
They're really precious about their, their wrestling, aren't they? Yeah, love love their wrestling. He was that little kid. Oh, it was a little kid who's featured. He was amazing. She's great, and she's <laughs> lipping off to the wrestlers, and she's, yeah, and she's kind of got a little bit of shine as a result she of this. She can, she can, she's kind of like the, the, the super fan, and, you know, these the, who knows, 10, 15 years who, from now. Exactly. She might be. It's happened. It's yep. happened where super fans have then become, become you know, they do an angle where they jump the rail and all of a sudden they're training to be a wrestler after years of being on the other side. Yeah. Stranger things have happened. I'll tell you what, she held her own. Has this, out of curiosity, before we, we give our, uh, before we give our verdict, has this at all whet your appetite for if there was a show that comes locally with an independent group here? Yeah. Would you be up for seeing that at a grassroots level? Yeah. After probably not before this, yeah. But after seeing this, yes. Tell you what, there was one that came to the village hall a while ago, and yeah, it was, yeah. man, it was like it was kind of like some of those ones where there's not many people around. Yeah, so I was sitting yeah. there going, and I, I really had to kind of talk myself into going. So I was just sort of sitting back and watching, and, going, mm. and then I went, no, 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 I need to make some noise. I'm here yeah. to have fun. I need to make some noise. And that gives them more inspiration. It gives them and something. Them yeah, on. I couldn't help myself. I was like, I'm not going to cheer for the villains. And I'd be, yeah, I ended up cheering on all the villains because that's <laughs> <laughs> what you do. It's what I do. It's what I would be. I would so be a heel. You would. Oh, Oh, I would so be relish every moment. Relish every moment, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I guess it's time for the verdict. Then we can sort of t- t- tear everything off and kind of go, go from there. So, Liam, uh, <laughs> for anybody who's on the fence <laughs> who doesn't know how you feel about this one, is this uh, a see it or skip it? Oh, I'd say skip it. It's not a good series. <laughs> no, I absolutely loved it. And I was so drawn in by the people. And I think it was more about the people that drew me in than it was the actual wrestling. Yeah. It was, uh, it's like you say with the podcast, you know, it's, it's us that people relate to because yeah. we're all so different. Yeah. You know, um, and that's the same with that. And uh, yeah, yeah, the stories behind the scenes I found more interesting. People coming up and people going down. People, have they missed their chance? Egos, people without egos. Yeah. You know, all these things all accommodate all in one little area. And how do you manage that? You know, and Al Snow does a pretty good job, to be fair. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. He's, he's like a rock, isn't he? He, he just, he's just so, he's like. He's stoic. Isn't he? Yeah. Isn't he? Yeah. Um, I mean, when you put the words, we talked about it right at the start. When you put the letters BBC in front of everything, you're going to get something of quality, especially if it's a documentary series. Like Those guys do their jobs well. Yeah, they've been doing it for over 100 years, haven't they? Yeah, we should mention executive producers Ryan O'Dowd and Greg Whiteley. Uh, directed by Greg Whiteley. Um, fantastic. Um, without a shadow of a doubt, this is a see it. Absolutely. Whether you like wrestling or not, you. you hey, I'm not a big fan. It just invites you to look it behind does. their curtain, literally in this yes, case. Yes, it does. It does. It and, does. and it's the human stories. Very little of it's actually about moves or anything like that. It's just about watching these people. Who are some of whom are self destructive, yeah. some of whom are good family people, some of whom are a young couple on the verge of. And especially with a roster so big, you can only tell so many people's stories. And there yeah. are a few who are just extras off to the side. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Every now and then you'll see them. We'll talk about them a little bit more after the break. But uh, I would definitely say two enthusiastic uh, see it. Thumbs up. It body slams the competition to the mat. What can I say? Absolutely. I mean, did how did you. Was you like the same as me? Watched it in. I got through like uh, three settings. I think yeah, it was yeah, it was yeah. late at one night, and I went wrestlers, 
I'll tell you what's 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 st- actually. I'll talk about that after the break. I'll, I'll do that. Oh, okay. So it's too enthusiastic. See it, and in a minute we're going to go ahead and do our full review. But if you haven't seen it, stop here. Go check it out. See how they pay off the sort of storylines we've been talking about. Seven episodes and where they go. Seven episodes. They'll fly by. Fly by. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll put it there. Including a surprise baby face turn, maybe. Yeah. Maybe a surprise baby face turn. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, to see it, and uh, we'll catch you on the flippity flop. The flippity flip flop. Spoiler. 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 He lives in a house in a very big house. Spoiler country. All right. Um, yeah, I really, really like this. I'll tell you what's really surprising. I don't think wrestling media have picked up on this at all. No. Like, I follow a lot of uh, wrestling YouTubers. I follow a lot of wrestling sort of stuff. on This, I shouldn't have found out about this by going on Netflix and going, oh, it was a new series. <laughs> How was there not buzz about this? There was none whatsoever. No, I thought I with the Al Snow factor, that would be something. Uh, the only other guy I knew was the guy who called himself Mr. Pectacular. Pectacular, yeah. He was, he's a guy called Jesse Goddard's, and Jesse Goddard's was, a, he originally got to start as a contestant on the American Big Brother house. Oh, really? And then managed to turn that into some fame with this group, Impact Wrestling, TNA. Yeah. yeah. And then, so he might be a little bit on the step down. Because oh, he okay. was doing TNA and now he's yeah, here. Because I didn't really show that much of him. He was more of a background character. And maybe that's because he had a big profile. Maybe it's they don't want to. Because you don't want to talk about people. I mean, it would have been really interesting to have the, the the chat though about you're on your way down. Yeah. Now you have to actually have the nerve to say that to the guy and have him answer the questions. Uh, maybe honest, he doesn't want I think, to. I think Al's got the the conies to say it to people because. Oh, Al does, but Al's not the guy who's running the the. No, no, no. That's no, not no, his no, role. No. He's not making the documentary, is he? No, that's true. Yeah. So he he needs to. Sell. You can't you can't have the boss go in and go. Well, you're on the way down now. Because well, he'll no, go on no, my bike. No, no, but in, in, he's very good at not saying it directly. He's very good at going. Look, this is where we see it. This is how we're going to do yeah. it. Um, and he's very he has a very calm and influence. Even when people come in and go, you know, he'll get this like random, I'm going to just smash, smash. And he'll go, what the? One of my favorite sequences is, is <laughs> they're trying to pitch him stories. And of course, you're pitching stories that make you look good. That's the nature Absolutely, of it. Yeah. And it's like, you know, they, they need to get this. And you need to get psyched up for, for me. And you go, oh, is, is, is that what I need? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the guy's still going. He's like, yeah. oh, didn't know that. <laughs> he can't hear the irony in his voice. I think he's used to people cutting promos on him. And yeah, he's just yeah, like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's good practice. Get out there in front of the boss and cut a promo. But so people who haven't seen wrestling before, I mean, that's that's a huge part of it is, is the character. So there's the flippy stuff. Can you do the moves? But really much more important, as uh, the current rise of a guy called L.A. Knight proves, in WWE is that the, the character thing so much more important. You gotta know how to work a crowd. Anybody, anybody, not anybody can do moves because everybody, it's not true. But people who do moves but don't have any personality or character, cool. You, you got some, but you, you know, Hulk Hogan's not a great ring technician. No. But man, did the guy know how to be a character. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and that's, that was what WWE, WWF at the time always was rather than WCW or, or the NWA was they could wrestle, but Vincent Mann could create characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. was the guy that used to just uh, skit around the ring and then do an elbow drop or something or, I don't know, throw a armband at people or, I can't remember, some stupid move. But he used to have the, the crowd in the palm of his hand. And I just think to myself, that is such a stupid little move. 
Well, The Rock did something like that. Did he? Yeah. Well, yeah, so he that, just took off his elbow pad, threw it in the crowd, did like a little dance, and yeah, then hit the ropes, and then just, just did an elbow yeah, drop. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It was it's just rude. an elbow drop it with like theatrics. It doesn't matter what you do. You just got to get the crowd gotta, in your hands. If the crowd believes it'll work, anything can get over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, we, if, if you did a body slam, if that, we were a wrestler and your move was the body slam, and we just had you beat enough people with, 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 with a body slam, eventually when you went to someone for a body slam, they'd go, oh, <laughs> because they know what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just about commitment. But Al Snow proved it with the head, didn't he? He tried several <laughs> characters. Yeah, and said, like, there was a bunch of times that, like, I went in there was stupid. I didn't believe it. It wasn't me. And if you don't believe it's real, they don't believe it's yeah, real. Yeah. And so we had a bunch of people here who kind of believed it's real. Um, so, yeah, interesting stuff. Uh, maybe we should talk about a little bit more about Hay- uh, Hollywood Haley J, um, who very early on we find out is a big star. But, you know, one of her fellow wrestlers is complaining because she's smoking weed before they go out there for a match. Yeah. And she says, look, she's got is it anxiety or something like that she's yeah, got. Yeah, something like that, isn't it? And uh, it helps she helps her calm her down. down but yeah. they're like, I don't want to be in the ring with someone who's affected on drugs. And it'd be yeah. like, if you had a drink before you went out there, can't do it. No, exactly. And well, we had- I'm, I'm on board with that. I yeah. mean, at the end of the day. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, she's definitely like a tragic hero in this thing. Oh, like she's throughout. Like she, if, she, if she's going to destroy if she her were to, career, if she were to self destruct tomorrow, based on what we see here, we'd be like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. You wouldn't be surprised. Unfortunately, apparently, she had a WWE tryout not long after this airs. Oh, uh, not okay. long after this was filmed. Sorry. And do we know the outcome? Or apparently, she bailed halfway through. She had to leave or something like that. Yeah. So whether it was her, um, you know, getting in her own way or something happened, don't know. Don't know, but we do see she's in this relationship with this uh, Eric Darkstrom guy. The, the one thing I liked about it was they always shot his interview sequences in his car with his arm out of the car. What a like it was a great <laughs> cho- it was a great choice, but it, was it seemed like nobody else did they have that fidelity to keep coming back to the same location. But him, it was we're shooting him in his car. Do you know? What I think it was. I think it was because he's always moving. He was always doing something. It's I a, think the car is also a piece of crap. It, it but oh, I loved that yeah. car. That was great. Oh, it was like it was. I don't know if it had any paint left on no, it. Exactly. Oh, Great. Big dent in the door. But doesn't it reflect, I think, doesn't you think it reflect himself, though? Because yeah. he's been around for about 20 years. He hasn't really, really made it, but he's still got the <laughs> the, the drive to make it. But, so go ahead. No, no, but you see it, in, you see it with him and Hollywood, hey, Jay. Hollywood. Holly, Hollywood. Hollywood, yeah, yeah. Hollywood. I thought I said Hollywood. I don't no, know. No, Hollywood. So it's a play on Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's Hollywood because she's from like the hood. Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Yeah, no, Hollywood. No, it's, it's really clever, actually, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you see that when you see her climbing a little, he's, the jealousy oh, would come out. And he's talking to wrestlers about, oh, girls wrestling. I don't oh, know, girls really wrestling matches. I'm like, oh, God. I can't remember what I said. Like, the numbers game. Yeah, if you catch fire as a female wrestler, it's a much smaller pond. Yeah. It is. The path to the pros probably has less competition in it. Yeah. Probably. That being said, it gets more crowded all the time. Yep. Um, and still play the hand you're dealt because there's a lot of other things that can derail her career that might not derail yours. <laughs> she derails herself. Like, like you've been going, okay, fair enough. Yeah, it's a more crowded pond. You've been trying to do this for 20 years, dude. Yeah. So, so she's doing it in two. And there's other, there's other women on this OVW roster who aren't getting the same situation. Nope. So... Um, one of my hero parts though is when he's describing all his tattoos. It was one of the opening to one of the, <laughs> the episodes. And it's like, you know, this one's for, uh, 
this this one's Jesus on this side, but then I got a flaming skull on the other side. <laughs> yeah. and it's like my good side and my, my bad. bad side. Like, I was like, I was, I was like, oh, it's, you know, he's forgiven on his neck, so I know I'm always forgiven. So if God, if Jesus forgives me, then I should forgive myself. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. And then I got a skull. You <laughs> <laughs> hadn't really grown up, had he? I think wrestling's just part of this thing where you become, and we saw it with Hollywood Haley J, this inability at times to separate yourself from the character you've created. Yeah. Because a lot of the wrestlers got to be in character at a drop of a hat. You are that person. Yeah. Chris Jericho has been Chris Jericho. Like his real name is Chris Irvin. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's a great sequence where they say what their real names are and some background information yeah. about themselves. But yeah, you got to play this character when you're out and about in public all the time. Yeah. It's insane. And you see the, you see the progression with, um, Hollywood, Haley J. Yeah. Um, you see the progression because she can dip in and out of it to start with. Isn't until later that she starts. Oh, do you know what I mean? She, she starts start- getting kind of big for for her britches at one point. And you know what? She's like 23 or 24. And do you know what we Yeah, I bet you I'd be high on my own stuff at 24 as well. But do you know what, though, right? She's given things on a plate and she doesn't even see it. Yeah. You know, like she goes, you know, like when the other guy came in and pitched his um, yeah. story and he's going, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She pitches never, hers. She pitches hers. They do I'm it. Like, it's great. But he knows who his star bails. is. Then she bails. Yeah, he gives her. So this is the other part of wrestling, right? So she says, I want to do a match with my mom. Yeah. Cool. And they have this whole idea about what they're going to do. And they even have a situation where something went wrong on the night because the audio and the video wasn't working. So they stall for That's time. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it goes as well as it possibly could. Improvised. The improv works better than the schedule. But the weird thing was that they had that animosity from years back with yeah. each other. And I think they called oh, the, upon the, that. The best wrestling is just take what's true and twist it. So it's, yeah, yeah. So, so you can they, it. they were even sitting there watching it going, Ooh, yeah. How, how close to knuckles she, is she, she, she really clocked her there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then going, and she hits her mum with the with the fake, you know, there's rocks in the sock or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And you hear her mum because they've got it um, um, subtitled saying, let her breathe. Yeah. She takes the shot, falls down, and says, just just, just just, let it breathe. And you keep hearing Al backstage going, just give it a moment. Yeah. Don't rush it. Don't rush Don't it. Rush it. Yeah, yeah. And she's, um, she's a, a, a lady wrestler. Her mother is a lady wrestler that does all the gory stuff, doesn't she? That's she likes death doing. matches, yeah. Yeah, where there's a lot of blood and everything. Yeah. So she's she's good at taking hits. So that's what she's doing for a door, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I'll do this for you. Now, also, don't keep, don't forget, and they didn't really tie on this. It would have been interesting. This is a chance for her to have this this, this kind of run as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, you know, yeah. her character, which was probably not doing the same sort of thing at that point. And so she's they, trying to take a step back. And so they run to this, and the whole time we're looking towards the big one, which is their WrestleMania, yeah, right? Yeah. And Al's like, okay, and then we're going to go from there, and we're going to do the big one. And on the big one, we're going to pay it off. And they go, yeah, we're going to California for a month. We're going to go record this other group. And he's Hello. like, what? But, you know, they're on weekly whatevers. They get paid per appearance. So, yeah, you can... If, it's, it's all women wrestling, isn't it? Yeah, if someone comes up with a better offer, you lose them. And she said from day one... I mean, this for the money. This for the money. And I'll go with the money. And so she and her mom then get to go and become like a tag team in women of wrestling. as yeah. like a tow truck driver and a big rig driver. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> which, is, which is, you know, great little fun. So that's one side of it we saw. The other side of it is he's got this giant plan for his champion, Shira. And he brings in James Storm, a legit name from, yeah. from, from, from wrestling. And he has James Storm go over his champion and win the belts. And the theory is, and he says, there's more money in the chase. And the chase being, you know, trying to get the belt. Yeah. We'll talk people into buying a ticket more than can he defend his title successfully. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't reach the amount too quick type thing. Yeah. 
So the money's always in, can he finally do it? So then when he does it, the reaction's massive. Hey, it worked for Rocky, didn't it? First first Rocky movie he loses, didn't he? It works for, yeah, it works for pretty much. And you come back and see the second one. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of the whole gimmick is that how many times do you pay to see him until he finally gets it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was an old... uh, that was an old WCW trick, whereas WWF used to always put their baby face on top as a champion. Bruno San Martino, Hulk Hogan, uh, wrestlers, the Ultimate Warrior. Wrestlers you know what? I, heard, I heard a lot of stuff about Hulk Hogan recently. Oh, yeah, he's not good. And he's not a nice guy, is he? Nah. No, he's, he, no, he's not. Um, and then WCW, or the NWA, with Ric Flair, was the villain. Oh, and you like put Rick the villain Flair. on top, <laughs> and then you have people chase him. Yeah. And that's where the money is, because at some point, you got to beat him. And if yeah. you can beat him, then the reaction's huge. And then before too long, you put it back on the heel so you can keep recycling the same formula, right? Yeah. So that's kind of where they're going with this. But the problem is, when he loses the match to Shira, it would have been really, uh, when Shira loses the match to James Storm, it would have been to get James Storm's perspective on this. He said he hit him so hard at one point, his shoulder goes. Yeah. We never see anything about James Storm or Shira again, really, after that. No. Shira, it, it's kind of, so that, so that's kind of a, uh, he's kind of, it's kind of, wound, isn't he? it's kind of left, left off to the side. We don't really, as was the wrestler, we yeah. don't really get closure on that because, yeah, Shira doesn't appear at the big one and Shira no. doesn't, with this wonderful immigrant story, clearly motivated by Arnold Schwarzenegger, clearly m- motivated by, um, you know, uh, Al Snow and believing in him and all that stuff. And then this big guy comes in, injures him, ruins his shot at the big one. And yeah. they're all one injury. We said you're trusting each other with your body. Not Absolutely. This, not that it's James Storm's fault, but not that we know it wasn't his fault either. Uh, so it's yeah. an interesting perspective there. And Al Snow has to pivot there. And so eventually what they decide on is he and his right-hand man, Doug Basham, who I did also know. He had a run in WWE. Yep. A small one, but he had a run. They're going to tag team up against a couple of other wrestlers. And this is what Matt Jones's idea is. If we can do this, that's our big draw for but the pay-per-view. Al is not on board. He doesn't want to do it, does he? Al's 59. Yeah. Like, he's like, I don't want to embarrass and, my legacy. Exactly. And a lot of wrestlers don't know when to go away. No. Ric Flair had his last match last year or earlier this year, and he's already talking, I want to do another match. Ric Flair's like... <laughs> if Ric Flair's not somewhere around 70, I'm stunned. Yeah, he's got to be 67 he and he's something like that. I'm just taking a quick look Because he was here. there in the early days. 74 years yeah. old. Oh, oh like some, if you look at some of this video footage of Ric Flair's, it was only, it's, they even like sold it as literally the name of the event was Ric Flair's last match. Wow. And he looks, he looks rough. Why didn't he quit Because he's 74. Because well, he can't stop being Ric Flair. Uh, Let's talk about playing your character so long. You don't know. I don't think he knows who the real Richard Fleer is. That, that's his birth name. Yeah, well, it's a bit weird. That's a bit like when we saw um, Sting, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, um, he's 64, did we find out? Oh, he's, he's north of 60. I know that. Yeah. You know, and the fact that he got up there, he's a, he's a big guy as well. Yeah. You go up there, and because the, the, the table didn't break the first time, you Six, went up there a second time. 64. And you're like, wow. Yeah. And he's, oh, what are you how doing? How do 64-year-olds are jumping off a ring what into you, a table? What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Because you can't let it go, because who are you if you're not that guy? If cash flow isn't cash flow, who is he anymore? He's invested so much of his he's life. He's invested. And I'll say as a shot, I say no, that is... No, no. And I, he was he was one that's, of the, That's who you are. And I'll tell you what, I was so behind. So he got to go on this, like, dark match... Uh, kind of, um, sorry, dark taping, AEW Dark, which is where they sort of put, book their guys, AEW guys, against just uh, local 
um, lower tier independent wrestlers. Yeah. And the gimmick is it's not supposed to be a competitive match. Nope. You're just supposed to make them look good. Yeah. yeah but you yeah. make a little bit of money and maybe someone sees you and likes you. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. And that's the dream that all these guys go for. But it's very like Al doesn't take Hollywood. Nope. Because what do you do if you take Hollywood and she just loses? Yeah. You reduce her star power. Yeah. And I think Hollywood doesn't get that. Yeah. yeah so that's yeah. why she goes to women in wrestling because she's like, I'm not being taken to AEW because I was uh, I was smoking up. And it's like, no, no, you're not no. going to AEW because he doesn't want you to lose on 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 the, yeah. on, the on the internet to, to, to whoever in five Yes, minutes. exactly. Because yeah. that's destroying your career before you've even made it. Made it. I think he's trying to protect his asset and yeah. going. I can make you this really giant star. He believes. He he recognizes it. Shame. She's just self destructive. Really, it, it comes across. The, the, definitely, the documentary presents her in that light, and even so, to the point where she and we don't get to see it. And there's a great bit where it's like a, a, a telephone call. It's like Al doesn't want the cameras to see this, but it's like obviously they've had their phones. Like, yeah, I don't know. Bugged isn't the right word, but they've got permission to sort of have access to, to the audio. And yeah, it's the idea that we we leave Hollywood Haley J. And uh, Eric Markstrom, or whatever his name is, yeah, having drinks one night at this place, and it's not going well. They're arguing before they go into a Hooters, I think it is. Something like that, yeah. And they find out the next day, he's like, yeah, it got a bit rough. And she even admits, like, yeah, she she beats the cur- – she, she, she says, has he hit me? She goes, uh, no comment. She says, but – what I've done to him is far worse than anything he's ever done to me. So I'm like, okay, so we're, we're acknowledging there's some level of of domestic abuse, oh, yeah. which we need uh, and brave on the BBC to go. Yeah, it can happen both ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, they don't seem to shy away from it, do they? No, but we see the dent he puts in her door. Yeah, holy smokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and so yeah. we're like, okay, they're breaking up. That's a good thing. And then at the end of this episode, we find out no, they're back together. Toxic relationship. Because they just can't stay away from each other. No. And so, uh, yeah. They're so heroin to each other, though. Do you know what I mean? You're like, you're going to destroy each other. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to remember. She's still on the Ohio Valley Wrestling. Um, she's still on the uh, roster still page. Still on the docket, is she? Yep. Uh, right there. She's, uh, she's. I'm just turning around my laptop there. Oh, she's on yeah, the right there. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. she's doing okay there. Yeah. Uh, as is Elias Shira on, on, on the far right. Oh, good. He's doing a lot more stuff with Impact again. So he's Impact's good. a big company. So good, he's doing good, okay. Good, yeah. Mister Pectacular is the champion there now. Um, we got to see this lovely couple. I wish we got to see more of it. Um, who were who got engaged? Oh, yeah, yeah. They yeah, were yeah. great. He was the guy who was cutting the promo. Certified, I think his name was. Yeah. And he was cutting the promo. But then we had these. Uh, so they were a group who we didn't really get enough. Um, enough time with oh there was a great one where they kind of go by also this idea for a woman who's going to try and seduce a referee <laughs> and they're doing all these pre-tapes then i you know just of them going out on their date or whatever and just the idea that we're, we're going to pay this off down the road and you know of course the referee at the last minute will realize he's been duped yeah and he'll 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 do the right thing and she's going to lose her match in the title that was really interesting um i'll tell you what i did like you know when they did that like halloweeny type um they called a cinematic match that was yeah that was good so basically filming like 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 almost like a short movie yeah yeah a short yeah, film. yeah 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 that was that that yeah. came off really well when you because you're sitting there watching it you know the cameras behind the cameras um you're thinking oh i see yeah yeah and then when you see it all come together you're like wow that's good i mean guys like ryan von rocket 
and guys like that. These little bit pieces who got the odd talking head. I loved Ryan. And, the, and then the, the Scottish guy who was just like nuts. Yeah. Um, those were. And there was one guy who was just like a pro Canada gimmick. I'm like, who is this guy? Yeah. And just getting booed. I mean, it's classic. But it's hard old to school like wrestling. Yeah. Because the foreign heel. Is like such a trope of wrestling, yeah. but you can't do it with Russians anymore, and you can't do it with, the, with who you would usually do. Yeah. But you know who's fair game? Canada's fair game. Canada, because we're close enough to being the same that we don't really mind if you boo us because yeah. we're Canadian. That's all right. What you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh yeah, elusive Eric Darkstrom still on the roster. Oh, so there we go. Cool. They still together? Don't know, but uh, yeah, definitely. I, I hope this is meant a um, a boost in business for them. Yeah, I do, but I do you know what, right? This is the weird thing. How would you feel about a second series? Oh, this. Yeah. Yeah, your name. I'd watch it. I don't think they should make another one. I don't think they should, but I'd watch it. Yeah. This is this is where it should finish. Do you know what I mean? I feel like, you know, you just Or if you did a second series, do it somewhere else. Yeah, but different, yeah. Different show people. me a difference because there's a more, there, there is more than one you know independent promotional yeah, yeah, group yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah. But do it uh, somewhere else. What was their slogan? Uh, see today's stars. No, see tomorrow's stars, stars today. today. Yeah, so I thought that was quite cool. Yeah, because um, they, they have a legacy. Like John Cena went to OVW. Yeah. Brock Lesnar went to OVW. Yeah, Batista, yeah. Dave Batista went to OVW. Yeah, yeah Randy yeah, Orton yeah. went to OVW. So like, so they got quite a good, credible. They, they were all in the same class. Wow. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's a legendary uh, class of 2002. They call it. How cool is all that? All those guys down there cutting their teeth at the same time. That's nuts. At, wrestling at that same arena. That's yeah, nuts. In 2002. Yeah, wow. So uh, I'll tell you what I was really impressed with was the use of licensed music. Yep. Like this thing was, the editing was top notch. That was pretty. Like I said, BBC, right? They, yeah, they aim yeah, to be, yeah. direct quote, the most creative organization in the world. And they've, they've nailed what's a really interesting, bizarre kind of... Uh, kind of moment i guess really yeah. um, how did you feel about um matt jones oh the, the great baby face turn yeah how did you feel about that by the time we because we didn't talk uh we talked about the 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 guy the uh was it brian the, yeah. the announcer yeah, yeah who's told you gotta shape up or we're gonna cut your job yeah and you see him just just going i don't know what to do and the impression we get so he's working himself to, to, to death afterwards to yep. justify his job yep. yep and the two of them say you know what we love about you and the two guys with money going we love you you're great but you can't bring an x number of a number of dollars we're, we're gonna let you we're, we're cutting you we're, yeah. we're, we're cutting your hours yeah yeah we're gonna, we're gonna cut, cut your pay and so he's sitting there going whoa and they're kind of laughing going but, but we love you and it, so he comes off matt jones as a real pretentious brick. Oh, he comes across as oh, he's so schmarmy. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And he's speaking. When he gets stressed, he seems to take it out on the wrestlers, and yeah. that doesn't that doesn't gel. That with doesn't them. gel with them because he's an outsider. He, yeah. He's also small. And one of the guys is like, "Someone's gonna, someone's gonna assault this guy. <laughs> someone's gonna hurt him. You are not in a whatever form of business he's used to doing. This, this ain't, ain't it. it. No." <laughs> And yeah, the person might go to jail, but he's going to get assaulted in the process. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they end one of the episodes. I think it's the third one. 
and just having a sit down meeting and he's we got we got a little bit of telephone we got two versions of the same telephone story being told yeah yeah and the one guy's like and i just told matt hey man i got a background in like you know mental i'm like a therapist and i think he you know i know that you struggle with anxiety you've said on the radio and he presents it like i'm the nicest guy there ever was and so i'm like how can i help you because we don't want you you know we don't want you going down that road again and then Matt's telling the story, and he's like, and he was making fun of me for having anxiety and going to the hospital. And I'm like, how low is that? I will never be spoken to like that again. And we're like, wow, the two different versions of the same two story. different versions. Exactly. And it's probably somewhere in the middle. But then, then that creates something in him to have an episode, doesn't it? I related a lot to Matt did. as far as how I went, because I went, I know what it's like to carry things inside. He carried a lot. He carries a lot. And then uh, we saw him. He has a seizure yeah. as a result. Do you and know we, what? I was genuinely worried. I was like, yeah. and it was nice to see that they actually st- came to his aid. I'm stunned they showed it. Yeah, I am. I'm stunned it made the cut. I wasn't sure if I was just like, forgive me for saying, like acting. I didn't know if yeah. he was, you know. You know, because we, we don't know who this guy is yet. No. And so he was... So as a result, this is his. Right before he starts to have a seizure, he's at his lowest point for the how the how the documentary is presented. How that presents him. it, yes. He's never a bigger villain than he is in this one because yep. uh, Brian's like there was a, there was an independent show. His kids at home, yeah. And he's like, I'm just going to come here. I'm going to drop this off, and I'm going right back so I can spend an hour with my kid before he goes back to his mom's. Yeah, and, and then to. you find he can't make it, yeah. and so he's sitting there and he's and he's crying. After hanging up on his, uh, with his son, and his son's hurt and probably saying some things that dad doesn't want to hear. Yeah. Because the kid's hurt. Yeah. And then Matt comes by on his on his, on his golf cart. Like, he couldn't write this better. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he's like, oh it's, not, it's just some stuff from my kid. I'm all right. And he goes, well, I appreciate you coming. And then he just drives off to the next to the next hole. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is not coming. And this is the guy who, you know. He's he's threatened him earlier in the episode. Basically, I'm going to fire you. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you don't, if you don't bring this money in, and I real, and it's, but then as the series goes on, so he's never at a lower point. The night before he starts to have a seizure, yeah, and then we start to see the human element of it, and we do see him try. Yep. Yeah, he does. We definitely see him try. It's like a wake up call to him, and yeah. and that's where him and Al, because they butt heads a lot. They do butt heads a lot, and and they come to a commonality. I think they come to a, a common yeah. ground. I'll um, tell you what, Al really doesn't give him much in return. He doesn't. I, I get a little soured on Al at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he comes to him, and you find out, actually, Matt just really wants Al to say, good job. Good job. Yes. That's all he wants. Yeah. And Al will do it for his boys. Yeah. And he's like, look, we're paying the bills. And even, I'll tell you what, cash flow was great, because cash flow was going, I remember what it was like before Matt got here. Yep. I now have guaranteed. And it was sometimes, sometimes and Matt, get, they weren't and, getting paid. And Matt was saying that. Matt was going, people were getting paid before I showed up. Yeah. And people, I would like some respect as a result of, as a result of that. And cash flow is kind of going, he's not wrong. No. Like, I've got steady money now since, since Matt's been here. Yeah. That's great. Yep. And it's like, okay, they're, 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 there we are. And all I want is for Al to say, job well done. And so right before they get to the, the final show, um matt goes to al and says this is what i want isn't this the best idea like you do what you do you put on the best show you can and i'll try and get people in here and if i can use my know-how to do that and you can do what you do for wrestling isn't this the best version of this 
And I really wish Al would have gone, yeah, this has been really successful. Yeah. But Al goes, oh, it's what we tried, but from the start, you were so, I'm like, oh, God, Al, yeah, give, him, give, him, give, him, give him this. Yes. Give him this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he did. <laughs> it kind of turned, didn't it? Again, like, this is how it's framed to us as the audience. Yeah, this is yeah, our yeah. perspective. So Lord knows if Matt Jones listened to this or if Al Snow listened to this, they might go, well, that's clearly not what I, yeah. yeah well, and we can only speak from, we from, 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 from what we see. We're not hating on any of them. We're not hating on any of <laughs> All we can comment, it's hard because it's documentary style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all we can comment on is the product that made its way out to us. Yeah. Hey, guys, you, you did a great show. You so, did a great show. Yeah, and yeah. I think I came out really liking everybody. And uh, even the end, that last match, with um with al snow there i was right on board going why isn't al getting the pin yeah and if probably al snow would be in there going because you because that's not the big moment of the match no, the yeah. big moment is me getting my five minutes with the weasley little announcer yeah and then i'll do my move and then i'll get my cheer and i'm like the guys you know i'm playing checkers and he's playing chess you know yeah, what i mean yeah, like yeah yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely like, i would love spoiler alert i tried to reach out to him i would yeah. love <laughs> I would love to just talk wrestling psychology with a guy. Yeah, because he's go, got so much know-how, and he, he knows. Walk me through why you did this. I'm not challenging you. I want to know why you yeah, did it. Yeah, Let yeah, me yeah. learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's got so much to, to learn from. Oh. You know, because you see it in him. You see him thinking all the time. He procrastinates like you wouldn't believe. He'd be just, that's the right word, right? Uh, procrastinate means to put things off. Oh, no, no, no. Um, when he's thinking. Postulates? Yeah, Postulates no. the kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah. Kind of. Just I guess. to propose a theory. Yeah, but he but he, he's he's always thinking about where a story's going. Yeah, yeah, always. And he's like, wait. And you can tell some of them, wait till you see where it's going next. <laughs> yeah. Because he knows. They don't know. He knows. Him and his wife um, sort of helps. I would have liked to have seen a bit more of her in the documentary, yeah, actually. Was, we only see a little bit of her right before his last match to make sure he's okay. When she's sort of giving a massage and everything. You know, we saw her massage him a lot. Yeah, the yeah. cups and all that stuff. He's hurting a lot, though, isn't he? He's been through the mill. Yeah. You know, yeah, he's I in constant he, he's in constant pain. I think he realizes like they own a, they own a massage table. You don't own a massage table at your house if no. everything's going fine. No, no, no. no and no, Madame no. played that. At no point did he want to present himself as the broken down wrestler. Nope. It was never explicitly said. Nope. No. She just said she was worried about him. He said, Oh no, I was fine. Once that happened, I was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, she's worried for a reason. I think it's not just, you know, I'm well, I think wife, he's I'm got concerned. a good head on his shoulders because he <laughs> <Head. laughs> Yeah, sorry. I didn't even realise. Um because he knew when to quit. He knew when to they took a lot of coaxing to get him back in that ring. He was really worried about letting down his legacy, and wrestlers are really bad for that. Yeah, That's yeah. why I brought up Ric Flair, but Terry Funk was another one. Mick Foley. I love Mick Foley. Oh, me too. But Mick Foley, and Mick Foley's acknowledged he lives in pretty significant pain a lot of the time now. Yeah. And uh, it breaks your heart. It breaks but, your heart because they're doing it for that moment where they get the roar from the crowd and to make, you know, to, to earn it. As, as real in the eyes. Oh, what a legacy. Absolutely. What a legacy he leaves behind. Yeah. Yeah. So He, he lived the golden age uh, of wrestling. Mick Foley's my guy. You know what oh. I mean? Oh, Al Snow's like, Al, Al and Mick are, are, are tight. Oh. oh, they're tight. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Good. Mick, Mick writes a lot about Al Snow in one of his books. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, that's cool. So, uh, yeah, if if that came on, like it would absolutely <laughs> there'd be a hope. Hey, if I get if I get Al Snow, maybe I can get Mick by saying, "Hey, yeah. I, I, I interviewed Al Snow." <laughs> but do you know though, right? Mick Foley is another one. He's not got no ego. Mick's a nice guy. He's such a nice guy. Yeah, you know, and that's what I love. That's what I love about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you can't. Mick could be any one of us. You know what I yep, mean? Yep. Mick could be any one of us on our good day, on our best day. 
You know and what I mean? He always wanted to make other people look better. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Like, How can you not like a guy? In, in like a business that? about ego, imagine there's not a ton of it there. Enough right. that you want to be rewarded for the work you do, but not that prima donna sort of energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's why I really like Al, because, you know, he could easily just not do this. Yep. There's no reason why he has to do this. Nope. But, uh,. Yeah, he's doing this, and we sort of we leave the show with him just setting up for the next week because yep. it never stops. The stories never stop. Nice. You had the big one on like everything else. The Super Bowl, it happens. They got like eight months off. Yep. <laughs> this is wrestling. You have WrestleMania, and the next day they have Monday Night Raw. Wow, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it's the it, the carousel never stops spinning. And it's part of the reason why people love it, because where are you going next? Because each show is just like, what's next? You're not going to believe what's going to happen next in the story. And also, when they were doing the tour and stuff, you were getting, they were getting hurt. Yeah. You know? And you're like, how, how am I paying the bills if I can't do this? Yeah, yeah. You know? And you're like... I'll say this much. I would totally buy an, a, 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 an OVW pay-per-view at some point just to help support and go, hey. Do you know hey, what? Because I, I had a lot of As fun podcast, watching this. Maybe we should. Yeah, yeah. We watch it and go ahead and see the spinoff. What's going on? <laughs> Never we the first. I don't know if we were the first. The first dedicated OVW <laughs> weekly podcast. Maybe we would be. We would be. I don't know. Uh, but uh, hey, they're a bunch of likable people. You know, that's the thing. I mean, no matter how crazy they were, and they were pretty crazy, um, they all seemed really, really, really likable. They did. Um, we haven't talked about the one. Maybe we shouldn't. We should definitely talk about this before he goes. There's the one guy. His name escapes me, but he gets done by the cops. Oh yeah, for yeah, doing yeah. drugs. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And uh, Amanda, Amanda, that's not her name. The mom, the mom, the yeah. mom, whatever her name is. The amazing. Uh, it starts with an M. Anyway, she picks him up from jail, and Matt's like, "I don't want him around." Marie James, Maria, Maria James, yeah. And she she goes, okay. So she picks him up. And at first, he's like, man, no one in the entertainment business has ever been done for, uh, for, for for getting high. Yeah. And then he finally asks. I guess all the bravado drops finally. He goes, do you think I'll get fired for this? And to her credit, she goes, yeah. Yeah. And he weeps Can't be and he cries. And, he, and, and she's going. She goes, look, he's going to have to let you go. Now, it doesn't mean the road's closed forever. No, just got to let time settle. But you got to let it go, and you got to let a chance to, to settle and then come back showing that you've improved. Yeah. And he talks about his life and the choices he made, and we actually saw a little bit of him and his partner yep. and their kids. Yep. And he tried to come back, like, I don't know, like a couple of weeks later, and it was, like, clearly what like, – Al was doing the, and this is how, I mean, Al's like the, Al's the coach, Al's the dad, Al's the, he's yeah, he's everything. Yeah. And so he's trying to convince, keep going, but he, he's not, it wasn't like come back to work. No. And then you still see like. Gotta hey, pay your dues, really, yeah. isn't he? And you still see like Haley J disappearing behind a truck. Oh, doesn't he go up to them and they're smoking a joint and he like yeah. goes ahead and takes a hit? Yeah. I'm like, God, they're like, come are you sober on. or are you, are you California sober? And I'm like. Oh, I do not like Eric Eric whatsoever because the guy's like, yeah, I'm just trying to put my life back together. Yeah. Do you want a hit of this joint? <laughs> Crying out loud. Again, we, we, live, we live in the UK where marijuana is a very different thing. Than yeah, what it is. absolutely. And it's not even about whether it's legal or whether it's not legal. It, it, we, obviously, she's doing it behind out to the side, I imagine, because it's not legal in, in, in Kentucky. Yeah, I would guess. Maybe. At which point, like, and, and then, you know, the guy's on camera. Yeah, the guy's Why? on. The guy's on. It's like this is like a hidden camera. It's Dude, right there. You're yeah. taking a hit. Oh, strange. Stupid. Yeah, oh. That, that's wrestling. It tracks. 
I imagine I mean, there's a certain type who does amateur dramatics. We've talked about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And it seems to attract, you know, people who want the spotlight. Though it's a collaborative thing, it's also you can run into your fair share of egos doing this too. Because mm-hmm. we all want to be the part we want to be. If not the lead, we all want the part we want to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if someone else gets it and then having to stick around and what does it mean? And someone has a good night and you're like, hang on, this is mine. Oh. And uh, let alone the backstage stuff, which can be quite drama filled. Yeah, so absolutely. I uh, take that and just turn the dial up by about ten, and you get these guys. I don't know if I, you know, I don't know if I could hang around that for too too long. <sighs> Do you know what I mean? I don't mind having a brief window into it. Yeah, you know, if I hung around with them for a week, that'd be fine. But if I was doing that day in day oh. out, jeez, could you imagine? I'd love to be a wrestling manager. It drives me oh, nuts. Me, Paul Heyman needs a successor. I would love <laughs> to do it. I really, really, really would. All these tantrums and tiaras honestly yeah love it (laughs) love it so that that was our thoughts folks on uh on wrestlers yeah the netflix series go see it It, it's it you don't have to be interested in wrestling it's uh more about the people no absolutely about people more about the people yeah so uh you know (laughs) and and just like just like real life people let you down sometimes yeah they do and you gotta go what does that mean and how do i do but you see relationships build and grow and some fall apart and some find new ways to look at each other and then you gotta unlike unlike wrestling which keeps going this had to figure out where do you put the the full stop where do you put the period at the end of the sentence and and it's here it's after the big one they're out setting up shop for for, for the next night and i hope it's going well for them i hope it's going well um best of luck to you guys best of luck to to all the folks over at ovw yeah absolutely ah you 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 have us as uh, fans We, we we are we are cheering for your success we are Come on your British tour. I'll come check you out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there we go. Oh. So that's about it. So uh, please check out, uh, I don't know when this will be going out. So maybe we've already done. We're bringing back Keeping It Low Key for a season two. It's the one Disney series I'm actually moderately excited for. <laughs> moderately excited. So uh, Ethan and I are going to see if we can if we can make this work. Hasn't that got that guy from Everything Everywhere All at Once in it? Uh, yes, I it does. It's got him and it's got Andrew Garfield in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah how, so, how weird is that? So they... I'm assuming they hadn't picked him as that character before. Oh, I imagine. No, I imagine all... his increased no, no notoriety at star power, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like wrestling, man. Start bring James Storm in to get the eyes on the product. Absolutely. You bring in the guy from everything, everywhere, all at once to get some eyes on the show. Yep. So there we go. So check out all the good things we got going on there. Check out what we got going on in the BFE. Uh, we should be ready for um, Last Samurai, probably right over the time this, this, this drops. Oh, great movie. So we're, we're going to bring you it on. It's an epic. We'd like to bring you on, Liam. You won't be there for that week, but we'll bring no. you on and, and we'll edit some of your thoughts into it. <laughs> we'll try and do it. That'll be good. I need to watch it first again, though. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't have a Titanic moment. Can't have a Titanic <laughs> moment. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. To my credit, oh. if there is any credit, I I was feeling ill. That's the equivalent of like a wrestling botch where you go for the move and you slip off a top rope and go, oh, I look like an ass. I am so. I, I don't that. think the listeners remember as much as you do. Dude, I, I, yeah, I, I remember my failures more than I do my <laughs> successes. As do I. And I think that's how we learn. Yeah, yeah. And that's I how we learn and how we know? grow. Yeah, yeah. So that's that. So please check us out. Um, really, wherever we're, wherever we got stuff coming out, it feels like we're on a bit of an upswing with some content here. So check all that stuff out. You want to get a hold of us on Twitter? That's the best place to do it at Best Film Ever Pod. I'm still calling it Twitter. I'm not calling it X. No, Twitter, so, Twitter. And uh, outside of that, uh, check out all the stuff we got going out there, and check out Wrestlers on Netflix. Yeah, do it, do it.
It's good. It's up for best film ever. And I've been Liam. And we'll catch you on the flippity flap. Flippity flip flop. Yeah.